shit right here on the Enemy Slime Podcast. I don't even know what episode this is. This would be... Uh, 218. No, 228. We're in the 20s, baby. Uh, 228. I'm your usual host, Jared. Oh, I, look at that. I have Mr. Michael Mahoney. Indeed you do. Not exactly an accountant, but he's here, and that's what counts. I have Mr. J. Joseph Jr. May your heart be your guiding key. I yeah oh god uh, I have Mr <laughs> I have Mr Lucio Lorenzino. Let's fulfill the prophecy once again. Let's just should we just get into it? Kingdom Hearts three shit right? Uh, it depends yes. on what you mean. Um, I mean what's what's redeeming about it? Oh, uh, the gameplay. I usually like Kingdom Hearts gameplay. So it's just so it's just it's fun to play. It's fun to play. I actually think I'm I'm really curious about this. Um, Michael, what's the most that you've been exposed to a Kingdom Hearts game? <laughs> uh, MC Chris had that stand-up routine about it like 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was I, great. I actually know the one you're oh, talking shit. about. I forgot about that one. Yeah, everybody does. I think uh, it's as, as famous as the game. It's his uh, Resident Evil 4, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the one. And he's got that line. I can't remember what the line was. Um it was when uh, we just started with the quick time events, so he was like, this is an Akatsin. Press yeah. A. Yeah, that's right. Press A, press A. Um, <laughs> which, completely unrelated, but I just barely rewatched that clip of uh, Chris Redfield punching the boulder in Resident Evil 5. That was pretty great. <laughs> it really just never gets old. It, it's always good. Um, Kingdom Hearts does not have quick time events. I don't well, think. No, but it might, uh, in some moments, it might as well, you know? Sure. Um, uh, so, wait, because, Jared, I thought you were pretty acquainted with Kingdom Hearts. and e, so you- Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I, we've, 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 we've talked about it a lot, and I think what the franchise has going against it is that it jumps consoles all the time and makes it impossible to, like, unless you own every platform, play them all. Or you have to go back and play the ridiculous, like, remix uh collections that they do um and so i played one yes that, that's the problem he has not the, the garbage well yeah it, also... no, I, I, it's, it's, it is that is like the the the, the biggest problem that i would say that problem supersedes all its other problems which it has a lot but but that is a pretty core one right there well and that's the that's the hard thing for me is i don't know if i'm just dumb and i don't get it or, or if there really is a problem, well, first of all, I'm not dumb. It's it's Nomura who's dumb. Um, but I, I, I never know whether the issue is that like I missed a game, or is it just really fucking stupid? Uh, and it's hard to gauge that. So, so okay, I, I want to get because so I know Michael's experience. I know Lucio's experience. How many games? How many Kingdom Hearts games have you played? So here's or- here's what I did. I played Kingdom Hearts one. And, mm-hmm. and really liked it, loved it. I mean, it was the right age for it, and everything clicked. Um, and then I uh, did not have a access to a Game Boy Advance. I, I did not have Color, access to a Game Boy Advance at the time, so I skipped Chain of Memories and went straight to Kingdom Hearts Two, and was immediately lost. And then everything that I've heard since then has really just been hearsay. I also eventually got back and played Chain of Memories in an emulator and found that I still didn't get it. Um, so that's, that's, again, that circles back to what I'm saying, which is like, I don't know if it really would have mattered. Like if I had played it, would it make any sense? And I, I honestly just don't know what the answer to that is. So first of all, let me say you're asking the wrong person. So here's my kingdom hearts experience. Uh, I agree. I played one and I really liked it. I thought it was an amazing game. 
I thought it had a lot of potential because it was just before Square taught us that everything they were ever going to do would be disappointing. Um, you know, it was it was coming off the end of a lot of goodwill in terms of the Final Fantasy franchise and Chrono Trigger and Xenogears and all that other stuff. And so here comes Kingdom Hearts 1, an idea that sounds like it couldn't work. Um, and, I, you know, I was in college or something at the time, so I wasn't it's not even like, oh, this is my childhood. It's like, um, it really captured me as like a college student. And it could have been great. And it was just just kind of all downhill. And I got on a really steep slope. So I, I played one. I, too, skipped Chain of Memories. And then I played two. And I was really confused by everything that's going on because it's so heavily tied into Chain of Memories, which, which not only is Chain of Memories like a side game, um, but it's a recap of the first game. And so Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. has like a lot of recaps that it then bakes new content into. And it's like, now you need to go back and watch this thing that just goes over a ton of events you've already seen for about five minutes of new content. I, um, I want to make sure I interject here with one other thing. It's really easy to pass over this. Um, and I think Michael will appreciate, well, not appreciate, but like just to give you an idea of how insane this is because you're the most detached from it. And I'm pointing to no one right now. I know you're not standing here. Um, but uh, Very good. The second this th- so basically in order to play Kingdom Hearts 2 you need to play a Game Boy Advance game to follow the plot in any way whatsoever but Jay's missed one of the craziest things about it which is it's a card game. <laughs> oh yeah so that there it is a card game. It's so it's 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 a card game. Uh, I, I think the best uh, description I saw of it was um jello apocalypse where he's like you know there's nothing more fun than playing an rpg in one hand and a poker game in the other hand uh so that that adequately sums it up um and then i you know i don't know what came over me so i i i played two of the other console ones that for all sorts of reasons i'm sorry not not console the handheld ones for all sorts of reasons they seem like they should not matter. And I didn't play very much of them. Uh, the, the first one I played was, uh, I always get it confused, 350 eight days it's and two. Divided by two, two something like 358 divided by two days. And then um, I'm guessing the other one you played was the re rebirth? No, birth by sleep. No, I, did, I, I, missed, I missed birth by sleep entirely, which is like the key game that you have to play to understand anything at all. Uh, so I, I missed purpose. The other one I played was Dream Drop Distance. So I played. Oh, that's right. I played 358 because I worked at GameStop at the time, and they basically make you rent games and take home because they want you to be able to talk about all the new releases. Um, I played like the first couple hours of it, and I got so bored I never touched it again. And years, years later, I was stranded in Atlanta with like nothing to do. And uh, Dream Drop Distance came out, and people were like, oh, hey, it's it's Kingdom Hearts, but it's also Pokemon. I'm like, you know, this is the only game Walmart's selling. I'm not going to be able to play anything else while I'm down here. I bought it. I played that for about an hour as well. Uh, and then I put it down, and I went to play The Secret World uh, instead. So that's my overview. So I, I picked up three, despite knowing what I knew about two, when I knew about Kingdom Hearts, I picked up three for some reason, thinking that, first of all, I would be able to understand what's going on. And second of all, that's very that naive. The, <laughs> the other thing that was very naive was uh, assuming that this would be the last part of the story. So 
It's not. It's still going. Oh yeah, I can't imagine uh, killing this cash cow. <laughs> so I, you know, this is the this is the thing that bugs me so much about it. I know there are, I know there are people. I guess I actually talked about the game at one point, but I know there are people online who are like, oh, these characters with their spiky haircuts and their big, amazing, stupid-looking weapons are so cool. Like, like I want to be a a, a Venman. <laughs> I want to be Aqua. And, and and like like fuck Disney, fuck Disney, Disney stupid kid stuff. We don't want any Disney worlds. But for me, that was always kind of the joy of Kingdom Hearts. And I feel like even with three, even the latest edition, and with all of Nomura's bullshit in the title, that the Disney stuff, the the actual the actual pure boiled down Disney stuff, um, because he makes quite a few moves in three with Disney stuff that are pretty questionable. But the Disney stuff that stays closest to the heart, stays closest to what it was, that's what works for me the most in these games. And then it just nothing else works for me at all. <laughs> this is this is gonna sound kind of weird, but like as I've gotten older, I've had kind of a reversal where when I was the first game came out when I was in middle school, and what drew me to it was I was a huge Final Fantasy fan. And um and so to see the Final Fantasy characters in it was was uh just something where like I'll play it anyway, like regardless of what it is. Um, and then as I've gotten older, I've kind of flipped where, I mean, it sounds like now it doesn't matter anyway, cause there are no final fantasy characters in it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I definitely am more interested in like the, the Disney angle. And actually funny enough, I have a coworker who has doesn't play games, but he's played both kingdom hearts and, and will probably pick up the third one. And he literally will only do that because he's like such a huge Disney fan. He doesn't know anything about Square. He has no idea what a Cloud Strife or a Sephiroth is, other than like he fought them once in the game, and he's not sure why. Um, so, so, so let me let me let me see if I can boil down the um, Kingdom Hearts experience just really quick because it is a massively stupid story. Uh, even people that I know who are dedicated fans. Not like, yeah, the story is stupid and it sucks, but I play it anyway. I want to see what happens. I guess it's like their bad addiction that they get to have because, you know, they don't watch, um, I don't know, Star Trek uh, Discovery or whatever. Uh, so, so the, you know, God, it's... it's You can't do it. There's no... <laughs> I, I'm not trying to... Do, well, I'm not even going to touch the story. We're not going to talk about that. Um, there's no point to discussing it. I'd get things wrong anyway. Uh, that's something where I would have to be drunk on a podcast to describe it. Uh, but the, the you know, you come in and, and Kingdom Hearts 3 feels like a game without a plot. And like it's there just to pull off a bunch of fan service for people who have stuck with it so long. Um, and then it's not even like particularly good fan service. It, in fact, the most apt comparison, and this is something everyone on the podcast knows, is to uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of Liberty. And I think that is entirely what this game is. It's a, a pretty unnecessary entry. It's big and bloated and brings every single character we've ever seen over the franchise uh, back, even if they're dead. And you get crazy long cutscene sequences that you don't care about. And in between those cutscenes, you get to the actual gameplay, which is a lot of fun and amazing. Like, like I played a lot of um, of action RPGs recently and my general um, idea of an action RPG is just, you know, you, you, you get to directly interact with the character and yeah, there's stats and exploration and puzzles. And, and on that level, Kingdom Hearts is very, very basic. It doesn't even match other things um, 
Square has done. Like it, it doesn't even match. Um, it for sure does not match near Automata, and um, and it's just 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 pretty base in terms of your your combinations and your blocking, and it's even missing some things. Like you don't get iframes. Um, you can't cancel animations, and it's just ridiculous. But the level of spectacle that you get while doing combat and just kind of like the fun shit that you get to do in combat, um, it, it kind of makes it worth it, right? The, you can, in two, I think you had your reversal commands where you can steal an enemy weapon and, and beat them up with it. And then in three, you get something called attraction flow where you can summon basically a Disney theme park attraction, like the, team, the teacup ride or... Um, you can you know, summon a ride... Yeah, you can summon a roller coaster and use that to fight enemies. You, you know, so like, it's an Uber that fights for you. <laughs> I mean, it's no more it's no more ridiculous than when I summoned like Bahamut and he he breathed a meteor onto Earth. Right, exactly. But it's still kind of stupid. It's it's stupid, but it's fun. It's like a fun kind of stupid. Like right? it's like you know. Um, in fact, my only complaint about attraction flow is that there aren't more attractions because there's only something like six or seven that you cycle through. And I think they should have done like a new attraction for each world and something like that, but whatever. Um, summoning, summoning a giant, summoning fucking uh, a, a big mountain roller coaster to beat up enemies is just, I don't know. I can't, I can't name another video game. I've got to do that. So that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's very unique. I mean, it, and I think it'll probably stay unique until like Death Stranding comes out. Um, yeah, where I'm yeah. sure you you'll be able to summon all manner of of attractions. By the way, just uh, I have to point out, I like that on a subconscious level, you've merged the two most inane Metal Gear Solids into one title. Um, when you when you called Metal Gear Solid Four uh, Guns of Liberty, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bad. Because it's Guns of the Patriots. Guns of the Patriots. Yes. Uh, you were thinking of, of the Sons equally. Of you were thinking of the Friends equally of e- equally insane uh, title, uh, Sons of Liberty. Uh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, just a just a minor deviation there. So 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 um, again, my opinions differ on the game most Kingdom Hearts man because I'm kind of ride or die in the Disney World, and in fact. So Kingdom Hearts does this thing where if you play Disney World, um, the Disney World kind of recaps the movie that you're in. And so Kingdom Hearts 1 did that a lot. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 did it a bit. And then my understanding is like Birth by Sleep barely bothered doing it. And so, you know, you would see Disney characters in Birth by Sleep because I guess Disney is like, you know, we own this too. So you have to show some of our shit. But um, from my understanding, Birth by Sleep didn't really have the characters bother with the Disney worlds. And... So three is definitely feeling like more of that. I mean, you're right. Final Fantasy is no longer in it. Uh, not even the world ends with you, isn't it? That was in Dream Drop Distance, and that was by Numero Two. And right, it's that's all not there. Uh, it's all original, like uh, original. It's all like the the Kingdom Hearts <laughs> unique characters now because they've introduced yeah. they've introduced such a bloated cast of anime people. They can't also have like Squall in there. It just doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, and, and who, who and, wants? Interesting, fun characters that they're familiar with. Uh, and Squall was never interesting and fun in Kingdom Hearts. You know Hearts. what I mean. <laughs> Not in Kingdom Hearts. He wasn't, Hearts. Really, he wasn't, he wasn't interesting in his own game either. He, wasn't, he, he wasn't even in Kingdom Hearts. His name was Leon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In fact, I would say Kingdom Hearts even contributed to the problem of how Square portrays a lot of the Final Fantasy VII characters now. Like, when you see the edgy emo 
uh, Cloud and when you see Aerith being like the damsel in distress and when you see Sephiroth like, oh, I'm obsessed with Cloud Strike. He's Yeah, he's I know, I know the whole Lightning Angel bullshit came out uh, there. All, all of that's from Kingdom Hearts, so that's I know. entirely on that game. Um, but yeah, they're they're gone, so it's it's all. And I think I think the random anime people is the best way to describe them. Like it reminds me of a shonen anime, and it feels like watching a shonen anime that you started in the first season, and then you came in on season seven, and you're like, who the fuck are all these people? Like, are we still looking for the giant heart in the sky? Because that's the game I played, and like, oh yeah, no, no, dude, that's past. Now he's back on his. Uh, his mommy Usagi Rebirth Remix story arc. And I'm like, okay, okay sure, what the fuck ever. <laughs> um, I'll, tell you, uh, I'll I, tell you what I think is the most painful about the lore is how no one, I don't, I don't think anybody, I don't think the person who wrote it, I don't think anybody could actually identify this. Um, no one is super clear on like what the enemies are and how they are created. <laughs> Um, they're like, they're like your heart, but sometimes they're not your heart. And it's, if you're, it's the darkness that you felt inside, but it's also like the light that maybe you felt at one point. And like when your dad divorced your mom, that feeling became a monster. <laughs> and so, it's just fucking rough, man. The, the, the thing is, are, are uh, so Nomura, Tetsuro Nomura, Nomura cannot write. Let's throw that out there now. I went there. He is a very bad writer. No, I, like, I think, I think he can. I, I, I think you have to do this on purpose. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. Really? Uh, because I, I'm, I'm sitting through three, and they retcon. Like, you know, I, I was trying to think the other day, like, what languages, what, what human languages use, like, one word to mean several different things. And that's what Kingdom Hearts is. Like, even the name Kingdom Hearts itself references, like, 12 fucking different things so it's like oh zora kingdom hearts i came to take the kingdom hearts from you kingdom hearts kingdom I, I hearts thought, and I wait until zora i kingdom hearts all along this is why i wish that michael had played it because i bet it makes perfect <laughs> sense in japanese i bet it's i bet it's just so straightforward and simple and then there's some guy in like the square enix localization office who's just like you know what let's fuck with people like wouldn't so, it be so, funny? so 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 let me say that so like it, i i would say an accurate summary of Chain of Memories and Kingdom Hearts 2 is Sora basically just goes around and slaughters everyone in Organization 13, who were like the big bads of those two games. Um, he goes there, he murders all of them, they're dead, and I guess Kingdom Hearts is safe the end. Um, and just, I turn on 3, and I am so lost for several hours because these 13 people... That I swore I put to death. Twelve of them are back, and I'm like, you know, I, I I don't understand how they're back. I don't understand what's going on, and I'm like looking at these summaries, and it's like, well, there are clones in the story. I'm like, oh well, of course, and also there is time travel in the story. I'm like, yeah, okay, that 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 tracks, um, and it's like, oh, and also when you destroy a nobody and destroy the the heartless version, they recombine into the original person and create, and this is the real term. A somebody, so dude, fuck, um, fuck uh, that, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. That's so like, hold, hold on, hold on. Jay was yeah, trying to explain this plot to me earlier, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, not even a little. No, I've, I've been too embarrassed to say to say anything, but now I, I gotta ask because I'm lost. What restaurant is this? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, not I, a I very good one, man. Oh. I, 
I, I want to say really quick, this is the only real point I want to make about the story here. Um, and I just need to express that Nomura is a bad writer because a lot of these Disney movies are really good and I really like them. And I was I even caught up on Big Hero 6 just to know what they're talking about. Because my point is this. In the first Kingdom Hearts game and a little bit of the second, if you did a Disney World, you more or less got the entire story of that movie. And so believe it or not, by the time 2 had come out, I had never actually seen Tron. And I was able to kind of generally follow the story of Tron. It was missing a ton of the characters and all that. But I'm like, okay, I, I understand how this movie works. And I saw it later, and it was, it was, a, it was a close enough summary. And in 3, they skip so skip over so much of the Disney shit uh, uh, just so Nomura can get back to telling you about his pretty boy characters. And I'm like, dude, you're ruining these, these, these movies. And so Big Hero 6 being the only game, uh, the only Disney World that I hadn't seen, uh, in this game, I went to watch that like the night before and I started playing it and the Big Hero 6 world was like, hey, guess what? We're not even going to bother with the storyline of Big Hero 6. <laughs> they do that a lot. Uh, so uh, 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 Tangled and uh, Frozen, I would say, are are pretty much the only two worlds that they bother trying to tell any of the story. Actually, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, which they're covering part three in this game and, you know, skipping two and all that. And so those are the only three worlds that track the Disney story at all. And for Monsters, Inc. and Toy Story and Big Hero 6, those are all original stories that Nomura came up with for those worlds. And you can imagine how entertaining that is. <laughs> it like, just made me so fucking angry because, like, you know, Pixar, like, for people that aren't kind of insiders, like, you can kind of go to a Pixar movie and you're no... You're, and for a good time, you know, they're usually pretty, they're better at making movies than most people that animate kids' films, uh, that they make something, you know, for young and old. And But inside the industry, you know them for having, like, one of the most insane story processes that you could think of. Um, you know, they will work, they will work on a story and develop it for years before they start rolling a camera on it. Like, that's the story of Inside Out. They're talking about how they worked on the story for years and years and years until it was exactly right and if you look at their uh, actual process for writing a story and the questions they want you to answer uh, it's some really good shit and like anyone who gets into screenwriting wants to get into screenwriting i would recommend they check out pixar's process and see how they do it and and work from there so imagine having that two pixar worlds and then having the guy that wrote kingdom hearts go yeah i bet you i can do better than that i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it is kind of weird that like you'd have so much work done for you uh and and so many things that are like tried and, and true and tested and that we know work like everyone know it. I mean I'm right? not, because I'm not going to like say that Michael's a huge fan, but like everybody loved Frozen, you know, it was fine. Um yeah. and it and it yogurt? Did, it did <laughs> yes, the yogurt. <laughs> Oh, that sounds great. It did what it needed to do. And so to to take it, to take a formula that you know works and then just be like, ah, don't worry about it. The thing is, is that on some level, he is delivering what someone wants. And uh, yeah. and it's the people who I saw at PAX, they're thrilled about this game uh, because they get all that Disney shit out of the way. And then we can talk about nobodies and somebodies and... <laughs> Uh, and hearts and heartless and uh, Zemnis and Ansem and the other one. Um, I just, I, I, I know there's someone out there who who understands every bit of this probably better than Nomura does because he's clearly crazy. Um, 
And I just, I'm so scared that someday I could meet that person. And it's a big reason why I don't think uh, I want to go to a convention ever again. Um, Because I'm just too worried about what happens when I run into that guy who really does understand everything. Like, what will it unlock in his brain? What what will happen? Do you ever think, uh, like, like, think about that for a second. There are books on Earth that people have read and they literally went crazy. That's how powerful... (laughs) That's how powerful <laughs> books are. They read it and they said, yeah, that makes sense. And then they joined a cult or they participated in a mass suicide or they, they literally just lost their minds. They became libertarians. And they became libertarians. Yeah, they, uh, they, went, they went and they created an underwater city. Um, and, and so the thing is, is like now imagine Kingdom Hearts has to speak to someone on that level. It has. Oh, we already had that. It's called Final Fantasy House. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to know what it is. I don't want you to. Oh, you have you have to see what Final Fantasy houses. It's uh, great. Do you not? I, you were, you should have been there for it. Um, honestly, I don't yeah, know. It sounds like an insult. I don't know what that means. Final Fantasy house. <laughs> it means that you're old enough to remember what it is. <laughs> what is it? What What about the uh, uh, Balam Garden Dream? Did you ever see that one? No. What are you guys? T- I don't the, like this. Okay. So, 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 so the the Lam Garden Dream. Is uh, this this forum post? Type of tea, um, right? And, and <laughs> yeah, that's the one. And, and, and it was it was, it was uh, a something uh, awful forum post. It was it was it something awful? No, I think this I it's, think something uh, awful found it, it and it was on. Oh, another, oh you're right, you're right. It looks yeah, like no, it's it looks right. like it's so, game so, FAQs. So, something awful picked it up. You're right. Uh, because the guy was like, he was so convinced that um, Balam Garden and the characters in Final Fantasy VIII were real. And I forget, what was it, like Renoa or Squall or someone started talking to him in his dream. And he's like, hey, if you want to join us over here in Balam Garden, all you have to do is kill yourself. And so he took to the forums and he was like, should I follow her advice and kill myself and get to Balam Garden? And um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, <laughs> I woke up after the dream and this was last week and I purchased a gun. I might actually kill myself because that dream just felt too real to be fake and my life isn't doing so grand. That's really, it's interesting because he, he really hits on the main point right there, right at the end. My life isn't doing so grand. Also, who turned on their webcam? I like this. I did. <laughs> that was an accident. Tell me it's off. I don't know how it works. Uh, it's so it's not really off. Uh, so you're, you're welcome to show us your room. Give us a little tour. I can't tell if you're in the picture or if it's just dark. It's hard to tell yeah, if I'm... Just, there we go. It's, it's gone now. It's hard to tell if I was just looking at, like, your room or a giant penis. <laughs> Obviously a penis. But I, I still see my face on the podcast. By the way... Um, well, hey, now we are. all do. There you are. Yeah. Um, oh, is it... What the hell's going on? Slightly unrelated. Uh, well, actually, greatly unrelated. Yeah. Have you guys seen these uh, these new blackmail spam emails where they're like, I hacked your webcam and I watched you watch porn. And if you don't pay me a Bitcoin, I'm going to send a video of it to your mom. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them. They're so you know what? common now. <laughs> you know where they, where they come from, right? Where? The LinkedIn hack. Oh, yeah. That's because a lot of them, that's what they do is they send you your old LinkedIn password. Right. Um, and even though you're not using the password anymore, they use that as their proof that they that they got you. They hacked you, yeah. Just just to prove that I hacked your account. Here's your old password. Um, man, I've I've seen a, I've seen a ton of them in the last month, and they are cracking me up because they're like 
they're getting more and more aggressive. The first couple were like, I saw you look at porn. What are you doing? He's eating chips. Are you eating chips? I was, is... I was eating chips. I'm sorry. I forgot to mute it. Go ahead. That is what it's... Saw me look at porn. But yeah, I, I've seen the, I've seen those and they're hilarious. Uh, yeah, anyway, um, they 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 started out really like uh, really really modest, where they're like, "I saw what you did, you bad boy," and if you don't, I try I tried to scam bait him, but he he like didn't really. They they spook too easily now. I think now that uh, now that four nineteen baiting is is so common, um, I think that they're a lot more like hyper aware of that, and and so they just the second something gets weird, they just drop off. Yeah, second, like you sound a bit too smart. I'm like, oh, this guy isn't. Our our days of getting people to like transcribe Harry Potter by hand, uh, and have you ever seen that one? Yeah, that's one of the best <laughs> ones. Um, but I th- I think those days are behind us, unfortunately. But yeah, anyway, what I was saying is like they they've gotten really aggressive. The last one I saw is literally like I saw you watch porn, you fucking pervert, and it's like oh my god, and. Uh, <laughs> And if you don't give me one... I was watching thing, porn. Yeah, it's like, well, that that does sound like me. Yep, that's me, right? They, they, they even are, like, making uh, making bold proclamations. They're like, it was cuckold porn. I know it was cuckold porn. And, uh, you know, statistically, they're right now, because that's what all of it I is. I mean, dude, like, fucking, I do it's have, so I, common now. I do have to say that, that Lucio um, and my friendship is on the uh, por- sending porn to friends level now. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, like good, like good porn. Like you guys are like, yeah. hey, check this out. I think you're gonna like this. Yeah, that's cool. I had a friend like that once. I don't have that friend anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think. I think those days are behind. Okay. The other thing is like, okay, you have a video of me watching porn. I mean, enjoy. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, so what did you do? Just check in on my webcam at any time of day. Yeah, exactly. Yes, they they must have. They uh, well, I mean, and Jay, here you are, just turning it on willy nilly. Uh, yeah, they don't even need to hack you. <laughs> we just... Well, not only that, what is my mom gonna do with a video of me looking at my lap, sighing, and then going to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like when I watch porn, I don't like get hard. I know it's <laughs> tough. <laughs> It's we tough. All know now. It's tough getting older. Well, it, it, it's hard getting hard after fucking your mom so much. But. Oh, uh, that, was, oh. that was uncalled for. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it's like, but I don't like interact with the video. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, you know what you're talking about? Like when you watch a movie and the guy is watching porn, it's like the guy goes like, "Oh yeah, you're a naughty girl or whatever." Like you know, right? Like, you're not sitting there. You're not sitting there saying. Oh, that's yeah. right, you big black bulldog. I want you exactly, to ride me that exactly. hard. You, you guys don't. T- you guys guy. don't talk to it. You don't just go on long, <laughs> right, exactly. long conversations with it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, hey, everybody's different, I suppose. Jay, would you recommend Kingdom Hearts three? <laughs> oh, oh God, I no, I don't think I would. It's hard to so imagine. I don't know if I would recommend Kingdom Hearts three for this. I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't think I will, I will recommend Kingdom Hearts three, but I would recommend uh, trying to scam bait the. He, he the would. He would recommend. He would recommend Boy Bang's stepmother, while Dad watches part two, not part one though. I don't think I'll recommend that either. Well, that's good. yeah. I'm not really into incest. Hey, it's uh, not incest. They're not related. She's his stepmother. I, I will well, recommend not related either because they're actors, but you know. Well, that helps. I will too. recommend a Spider Man and Elsa. I recommend that. Oh yeah, those those weird ass YouTube uh, 
I don't get it. <laughs> Someone I I saw a video uh I saw a video that like explained what that was and it did it really well in like a really nice like concise and then I was trying to explain it to someone else and I was looking for that video and it's gone. So I think that guy oh, no. I think that guy really did like uncover something that he shouldn't have uncovered um because because it's it's completely missing now. Um now now the world never what's really going on between Spider-Man and Elsa. Yeah, we and the Joker. He shows up a lot. Uh, so, 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 I didn't know that. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I, the Joker's there often. <laughs> Michael, how confused are you right now? Uh, you know, not much more so than usual. Well, that's good. As long as it's let, 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 let me just say this. So, so the the best moment in Kingdom Hearts three actually comes from Frozen. So you should just watch Frozen instead. All right. Yeah. I let's do that. We can we can do that later. Uh, you know, you know, I I I do want to I do want to uh, uh, put this there, and um, it's funny to me how like at one point you can see Namura just kind of stopped trying. So whenever there's You're trying, a, well, whenever there's like like I said, the other games did a pretty good job of like like kind of recapping the stories while also interweaving it into the uh, Kingdom Hearts plot before you stop bothering. So in this game now, instead of like kind of having Zora and actually interact with the plot. I would just kind of insert him into like a famous Disney scene. Like he was always there. Um, and so that's, oh, that's what it is Oh, people now. hate that. <laughs> people hate it when you Man. So, yeah. That's the best fan fiction too, is the one where they write themselves into it. <laughs> that's like my personal favorite. Michael, um, were you being serious when you said you played something this week? In the, oh, yeah, a little bit. In the chat? Because uh, I wasn't sure if that was like a joke and I just didn't get it or if, if you really <laughs> did like... Yeah, I'm just that funny. What did you play? What? Uh, the Long Dark. Oh, that's right. That's the survival one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got me that. You're cold. And so you said it, it was bad? Well, so actually, I think this is kind of interesting. They... um. They would released the first two chapters of the episodic game, and I don't know how long it's been out. I've had the game since, like, uh, November of last year. But at the end of November, they said, you know, we're, we're going to uh, redo the first two chapters. And I guess they had bought some of the, the motion capture uh, equipment from Telltale when they went out of business. Oh, interesting. So they kind of brand it as, like, we've, we've redone everything. And... Also, we're going to delete your uh, your save game, so you know don't play anymore. Wait till we do this, and so I waited and played it, and it's they kind of, I mean, basically it's kind of screwed it up. Like it's just now instead of uh, having cutscenes where I look at two angles, I look at one. <laughs> so is it just? Does it really look like, um, like they're just like learning it as they go, kind of? Well. You know, actually, so I think this is kind of interesting. They've changed a couple of story points. Um, oh, and they, so it's and not it's not like a remaster. It's like a reimagining. Well, I mean, it's it's really just like we've added a few new. Th so they've added enough that I can't play through episode one easily, but they haven't changed enough that like anything is interesting. They they've added like two guys, and I. There, there comes this point where you come to a cabin and there's this guy sitting on a couch. He's a convict and he confesses that he burned a school full of people. Uh, this guy, I, as far as I can tell, has no place in the in chapter one 
the first time I played, but I get to decide whether I'm going to, like, he's got a knife stabbed into him, and do I, like, press the knife in and kill him, or do I take the knife out and get his help? But uh, what that tells me is that, like, we have we have no idea what the story is. Like, by the time you get to, to Chapter 5, who knows what it's going to be. And, I'm, I'm going to stop you, stop you right there, uh, Michael, because I want to ask, like, a, a question. Is it that you don't, you, you think they don't have an idea or that you're not smart enough to understand what they're doing because here's I, my I don't think thing they have an idea. I, this, I, does, I would, this I would, does sound like a kingdom hearts situation yes i was going to say that they should rename it to uh the longest start 1.5 final mix <laughs> well actually so funny I'm, enough if you look at it it says the long dark winter mute episode one and two redux oh, no. <laughs> <Yep>. redux <laughs> Uh, so they're not that far off. They're they're no, right. not I'm not. Sure Redux, why not the long dark? The long the long dark winter mute episode one and two Redux. Man, that that just sounds really good. What? So originally when you played through it, there's no mm-hmm. other people, right? It's just you alone. There there are a couple other people, but oh okay. Well, I guess there's one other person, and now they've added two new people who seem to be very story important and the fact that they got added in now suggests that like they're they've got no real plan see this kind of seems like uh a little bit of like jk rolling stuff where like you, you, she's done with harry potter oh my god but she keeps coming back and she's like you know what i got a i got a new harry potter detail for you <laughs> um, i mean she she's someone else i'm not very happy about these days <laughs> She's she is uh I don't know if like something happened to her or what, but she made like something the, the, pretty straightforward and then she it's almost like she's upset about how straightforward it is. She's like, I gotta make this more complex. I, I, I don't want to drift too far off topic, but I don't know if you've seen the interview where like uh Daniel Radcliffe interviews her and it's like much older Daniel Radcliffe. I'm not sure how old it is, but it's it's old man Radcliffe. It's not young boy Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. And she's just sitting there complaining about how hot the Harry Potter characters are. And she's like, you know, when I when I cast uh, her her Hermione or whatever, how you remember supposed to say her name now, yep. because 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 J.K. Rowling, J.K. Rowling actually let us know we were pronouncing her name wrong all the time as well, even in the movie. So there's that's something else. Uh, so. She was complaining about, like, you know, how her Hermione uh, was this, this beautiful woman, this hot actress, because it really kind of sapped everything out of what she put on the page. But when you hired Emma Watson, you didn't know she was going to grow up to be hot. She looked like the dirty, the, the dorky, bushy-haired kid that you described in the books. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, to be, to be <laughs> so fair, if she wasn't rich as shit, she might not have grown up to be hot anyway. Like, she could have had a yeah, crazy, exactly. crazy ass so. overbite and gained a bunch of weight. But, you know, now she has... Uh, the finest personal trainer and uh, you know they can they can do a little nip tuck when they got to if, if something bad happens I mean but but that's actually a good point because you know that wealth does actually add to your looks it's not just the weight you know it's uh, the your teeth are always going to be perfect your hair is always going to look dazzling so I think that this is a um, I it, it's it's something that for me like when I look at when I look at creators, it's a behavior that I find really off-putting, like even just circling back to the long dark. The idea that you can't leave well enough alone, um, and I'm not saying that like they did a great job in the beginning because I haven't played it, I don't know, 
But I, I think it was perfectly good the first time I played through it, and I think it's actually worse for the reimagining. Yeah, see, and that's like that's something that's a real turnoff to me when when someone gets so muddled in the details. George Lucas, right? There's your example. <laughs> um, He's someone else I can't stop thinking about when I play Kingdom Hearts. Like, what the fuck did George Lucas add to the original trilogy that we needed? There's there's nothing, um, and I mean to a lesser. But look at how much busier dancing. Tatooine is. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, exactly. Uh, but I mean, uh, no one needs a second discussion on like the Han shot first shit. But like, nothing that he did was to the benefit of the film, the story, or the characters. Like, it just shows how like you get to a point where you're so out of touch that you don't even remember why you did something that was good to begin with. I so I would actually argue it's the opposite because I think all creators have it where we want our shit to be like so perfect when we're done with it and then deliver it. Um, and you have to learn to turn that off and just tell yourself, this thing is done. I'm moving on with my life. I'm going on. And a lot of people manage to turn it off. And then you get your George Lucas's and uh, JK Rowling's and Tetsuya Nomura's and all those other people. And, and they're the ones that remain. See, and it's I know, still in early access, is it? I know that uh, I think it's not. I think it is 1.0. Yeah, yeah, it's 1.0. In fact, it's 1.46. So I'm assuming that this Redux shit is actually after they claimed they finished the game. And now they're just going back and making it better. People seem to really like it. All the reviews are very positive. Uh, so, I mean, it's, maybe... It's, it's not bad as a game. It's it's fine. Uh, is it worth 30 bucks? Oh my God, is it $30? Yeah. No, I wouldn't say so. It's probably like Rust, where they went back after they hit 1.0, and we're like, "Yeah, you know what? This is expensive now." God, what did I? Just so you know, I haven't. Wait, have you seen screenshots of Rust lately, dude? Rust is all kinds of different. Like, it looks pretty sweet. Yeah, it, it. I'm blown away by what they've done with that game. There's like a tank and all kinds a of hot air balloon. Yeah, a hot air balloon. It's nuts. Um. It's it, it's uh, well, I guess it is out officially now. Um, but yeah, I would I know that I can never get into it again. I just know it's not going to work. Um, but man, I'd really like to roll up on someone's base in a hot air balloon <laughs> like that. It would it would work. It's just that would be the end of you. It satisfies me in a way that I didn't think I was capable of. Oh, fuck, man. I paid eight dollars for the long dark back in November. So, yeah. Something's that's, wrong here. That's uh, that. I mean, hey, that's that's how the that's how the model works. So you got your money's worth at least. That's but yeah, let's play Russ this weekend. Yeah, why not? So just ruin our lives. Here's a here's a question on the subject of like like creative work. Does anybody else hate everything that they do? Um, because that's how I feel. And so like to watch someone go back and and like endlessly tinker with something that they made years ago. It's a concept that I can't get behind even a little bit because I can't even look at what I made years ago. Like I need to. I too hate everything that you do, Jared. Oh, thank, thank you, Lucia. <laughs> That's very. I think yeah, we all I, disagree. I, I, we hate Jared. I'm sure. No, I like Jared. Just everything that he does. I, I'm sure everybody's different. Like I'm sure that everybody has like a different way that they feel about it. But like, even if I went, not really. If I went on the site right now. <laughs> And I clicked on reviews, and I went back to the very first one I wrote. I guarantee you, I'll hate the shit out of it. I'll hate. Every, I hate the last review I wrote too. I'll hate. I'll hate every word that came out of my mouth, and be like, "God, you're stupid. You're such a stupid idiot." Um, and then I'd go back and I'd retcon a bunch of stuff, and be like, "Actually, this review was about uh, the Cold War." 
And um, did you know that when this review goes to the bathroom? And so would you? Would you? Let me it, ask uh, this, Jared. It teleports the uh, the shed somewhere else. Okay, so actually, can we just talk about that real quick? Because that's a real thing that happened, I and know. and I can't believe it. Um, Wait, what, what, what now? So yeah, this... Michael will be the one who doesn't know this. So part of, uh, part of Harry part, Potter poop thing. Part of J.K. Rowling's uh, constant interfering with Harry Potter is they've officially said that uh, in like it, it's 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 Harry Potter canon that historically uh, wizards when they would go to the bathroom they would just do it on the floor and then make it disappear with their wands. Um, because they're magic, so like, why would you ever use the bathroom? It's a good idea. That's like a. I mean, oh, that's gross and disgusting. I mean, the con- um, the concept makes sense, but like, who who needed or wanted to know that? So I I, I want to answer your previous question. Maybe not talk about that in terms of can we go back and experience our old stuff? And my answer is not really. <laughs> like, like when I'm done with like when I'm done with the thing, I'm actually you know uh, uh, some very very slight humble bragging here. But last year, I had a science fiction screenplay I wrote that I put in a contest, and it did really well for me, and it's why I have my current job and all that. Uh, You're welcome. That that thank yes, thank you, Lucio. Thank you, thank you Lucio. very much. I love I love you. That's why you get set porn. Um, but I wrote that screenplay. <laughs> I wrote that screenplay like years and years ago, and just because of the how the roles of this particular contest were structured, I didn't have anything newer that I could enter. And I'm like, this is the only thing I'm allowed to enter, and it's a piece of shit, but let me enter it. And so I did. Um, and, you know, the judges thankfully disagreed with me that it was a piece of shit, but that's just how I feel about things that I finish and then don't get back to. But I do have to get to the point where I'm like, okay... This is also done, and I'm not going to tinker with it anymore. I'm going to move on with my life. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the th- that's the behavior that I just am so like disconnected from this idea of like taking a, a project that was successful and never leaving it alone. And I guess it's just a different form of being like ashamed or embarrassed of your work um, because you're constantly going back and trying to fix it. Uh, but it's just weird to me because, like I said, I don't. I want to avert my eyes at all times. When I when I think about any of my past stuff, there's a couple After Acts comics where I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. Like I went back and read the whole thing again, and uh, there's there's a few that I did that I liked. But even then, like most of the ones that I enjoy are ones that you or Michael wrote. Um, it's, it's just how it is for some reason. I I I think all the uh, the film festival games hold up, but we also didn't really try on those. So. Yeah, and maybe that's the other trick is is just the 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 stuff that you don't give a shit about is what you are totally fine with, and and the stuff that you like put your heart and soul into, and that like best represents you know the most of you. That's that's the stuff where you're like, ah, this 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 is trash. <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying um, is I hate myself. Well, I, you know, it's funny because you're saying this, and the entire. The entire time I'm thinking of um, Evangelion and how he's just never going to finish it. The dude's just never going to finish Evangelion. We're like, how many years behind on, quote, unquote, the last movie now in that series? I mean, I'll be honest, forever in my mind, he did finish it. Um, because I, maybe this is just 14-year-old me talking, but I fucking love End of Evangelion. Oh, uh, no, it's, it's, and, and End is good, but it's just... 
considering like like when you talk about the kind of creators that go back and keep tinkering because yeah now well, he's, he's a very good example like, yeah <laughs> so that's all i'm saying and so like to him he i so let me put it like let, let, let me put it this way i think you're right and i think end was a good way to kind of end it i, I watched it very very recently like the entire evangelion series straight from episode one all the way to the end of evangelion and it's a nice package, especially if you know all the behind the scenes and why he doesn't necessarily feel it's complete. I'll put it that way. Um, but I agree. I agree that that kind of creates the picture that he just that he was putting together. But he's gone on again and again about how he always felt like he never got to finish it correctly. I'll say I'll put it that way. And so, like, you know, Rebirth was supposed to be his other shot at it. And of course, the spinoff shit was another shot. And. And so, as far as he's concerned, his ending's still not done. It's not out there yet. And even, and in fact, I would even say this, that, look, if you like looking at things kind of like for the spectacle of it, then um, Rebirth is, like, fine. Uh, I feel like in the first uh, Rebirth movie, right, which is essentially just a recap of the first couple of episodes of Evangelion, that the action is really kind of tightly directed and you see a big-ass gun shoot a big-ass bullet and you see this big-ass shell casing land on the ground and shatter windows and and, uh, turn over cars. And that's awesome. But the angel battles that come in, like, the following movies after it, it's the perfect example of why you don't have to go back and keep fixing something because they are, like, so fucking over the top. And like, I remember the first time I saw that angel battle, it was like someone cutting the other thing with a knife. And now it's like, oh, he's got to hit him with a knife and then kick it up into the air and then do like a haymaker. Uh, and then, you know, come at it with a German suplex. It's like, what the fuck is going on? It was perfect the first time. Leave it alone. So small question. Uh, the the fourth film is is now slated for a 2020 release. How much respect do you have for uh for for Hideaki Anno if he releases the fourth film and it's just Shinji Ikari on a black background <laughs> talking <laughs> for 2 hours That was a great episode of Bojack How how fucking badass is that if he just if he's like you know what it needed to be 2 hours that was the big issue is it was 20 minutes originally but what it really needs to be is two hours. Two hours, yeah. <laughs> that would be ballsy. I'd be fucking ballsy, man. I'd see it twice. I'd probably fall asleep because uh, it's a <laughs> it's a tough watch. I mean, I did watch that. Um, I did watch that. Cat has his pipe video for an hour, or so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's 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 good things out there. Um, so as I was saying earlier, this will be a short podcast. We're in the we're 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 transitioning. Uh, I don't know what to that ladies. Means. Yeah, we're to ladies. Um, but I do want to make sure that I kind of. It's been a little while since we've done a podcast. I want to try and circle back to everybody as much as I can. So so we talked to Jay. We talked to Michael. We know what they're up to. Lucio, is anything new with you? Have you have you played something exciting? Are you what what? I've what? been playing a bunch of shit. Just nothing new. Right, right, right. But so I guess give me a give me a rundown. What's your highlights? What's your what's your shit that you're like? Oh man, I played this. And I can't uh, believe how good. I, I I was planning on picking up the reluxes, so I play. Uh, I played. Um, sorry, the Metro Exodus. So I played the reluxes. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, how do you like? Uh, I, how do you like twenty thirty three Exodus? Is it good? Yeah, it's good. I is actually I I would 
recommend that you pick up the Redux because the controls are better. It's easier to handle. I was going to ask because that um, that game. I remember a big reason why I didn't play. Uh, a big reason why I didn't play the original twenty thirty three was because like there were so many buttons and. I would I would quit playing that game for like a week and I'd come back and I'd be like I don't remember what the fuck to do. Yeah, what I would say is uh, treat it more like a stealth game. Yeah, that, or, that makes sense. Um, but it's it's good. I like the the games. Um, for um, I think uh, they're, they're being smart and kind of getting the Fallout niche that's been vacated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also looking forward to Rage 2, which is not out yet. Um, I've been playing... I played Shantae, Half Genius Hero, mm-hmm. which I picked up ages ago. I just never got around to playing. Is that the newest one? Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of fun with Shantae. I don't know like what else to tell you about it. Um, I played a game that Jay got me called Cat Mace. Cat Mace? It, it's a Metroidvania. Um, yeah, it's on Steam. Is it one word? No, two words. I've never you used the cat at. Well, go on, go on. I got it for it's... him because he hates cats. Yeah, he did. Wait, but is it? Is jokes it a, on is you because it... your weapon is a is a bat. Is it a, a is it a maze like with like a like a? It's uh, a Metroidvania. Like, but but no, the word, the title is is it? Yes, M M A Z E, cat yeah. maze. Cat maze, huh? Okay, and are yeah. you a cat? No, you're a witch. Oh, I don't like it then. <laughs> There's I a lot going on here. I can't even find. Oh wait, there it is. Okay, I found it. Um. Oh my. Yeah, I see why. I see why you own this. Was <laughs> Jay gave it to me? Yeah, well, yeah. Sure. I, you guys did say you were exchanging porn with each other. So. <laughs> oh come on! I can get better porn than the stuff that's on Steam. Well, I just. I'm wondering what happens when you beat. I I feel insulted not because of. <laughs> Of the allegation of porn, but because you think that's the porn I would watch. <laughs> <laughs> I, wait, yeah, I'm confused. Is, is like the witch super sexy or something? Because yeah. all I saw was cat maze and no, she's okay. not. Wait, she's really? Not, you, she's you just saw the words cat and maze and, and said my friend Lucio is gonna like because like I would have done it for like Grill Master or something, but not for not for cat maze. I'm trying to like make a joke because I don't like cats. Oh, you don't like? I didn't know that. I really just. Why don't you like cats? They suck. Oh, okay. Well, that's a fair, that's a fair assessment. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, well, you, you you obviously like cat maze enough to mention it on the podcast. Yeah, I guess it worked. Yeah, 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 I thought it was a good game. I like it. <laughs> oh, okay, then I did a good. So you would recommend? Yeah, cat no, no. Maze. I, I thought you got it for me because it's a Metroidvania and it's a good one. Well, that's um, good. It's got good reviews. Um, it doesn't seem to be very long. Oh, wait, maybe it is. I don't it's know. not. But it's fun. I mean, I love the uh, idea of something short. A short <laughs> Metroidvania sounds great. I also picked up Hollow Knight, but that one I haven't finished yet. Mm-hmm. I couldn't... Uh, I got lost in Hollow Knight, and I never picked it up again. What is that? Because I've been playing a bunch yeah, of... It's a, I'm it's playing a, it's For a... Honor right now. Which one? For Honor. Oh really? Which was free in in for PS Plus? Like you're playing like the campaign? Oh yeah, the campaign, and I've been playing the multiplayer. It's actually kind of fun. Are you are you gonna apologize to Trevor for the time that we eviscerated him for liking the game? (laughs) I mean, a lot of the stuff that I didn't like, and that was kind of. uh, I mean, it helps that it's free. Free is. 
Well, it's not only that, but um, like a lot of the issues that they had when they launched that I kind of, that kind of turned me off the game have been fixed. Uh-huh. So, you know, it, it's fun now. I, see, I can see that, I guess. Um, I played, I'll, I'll pitch this one out to you guys if you, if you need something. And I also played Apex Legends. Oh, yeah, actually, that's, uh, that's worth mentioning, too. Yeah, um, I played it, too. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Fuck, we didn't talk about the one thing that we all played except Michael. <laughs> he doesn't know what it is. Correct. Um, but I also picked up uh, Wargroove. Have you guys heard of that one? It's, no. Uh, Crickets. I can't, I can't remember the name of what the studio. It? Uh, it's Chucklefish. Uh, that's the name of the, the indie dev. Um, so basically, oh, the guy from Stardew Valley? Uh, oh, that's from Stardew Valley. No, no, no Stardew Valley was Concerned Ape, not Chucklefish. Yeah. Chucklefish, sorry, sorry. Chucklefish is British. Um, I actually think they did. Have, they do something else. They, I, I heard that name before. No, I think that, I think they did a port of Stardew Valley or something. They're connected to uh, it in okay. some way. Um, oh, can, no. can you say the name of that game one more time? You know what it was? It's Starbound. They they did, ah yeah yeah okay, they did yeah, Starbound. Yeah. Uh, Chuckle or I'm sorry, Wargroove is the name of the game. Oh. One word, Wargroove. Um, and uh, I just picked up Warframe, but not War Groove. So I'm sure you guys remember Advance Wars. Yes. Yes. And you probably no. also know that uh, they don't make those anymore. At least it doesn't seem like anybody's interested in making an Advance Wars game. That um, I did know. And so, <laughs> and so, Chucklefish <laughs> has come in basically, and they've tried to fill that void by making a game that is, for all intents and purposes, Advance Wars, um, but its own kind of unique IP. Um, and so if that, I, I really, again, this is part of what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know. There's a whole lot else to say. Uh, if you, that's cool. If you liked advance wars, I think you should go check out Wargroove uh, because you're really going to dig it and nobody else is doing that style of game, uh, right now. So they've just found a good way to, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like the ex oblivion devs or whatever, or I guess they are current oblivion devs. They know that nobody wants to make real fallout games anymore. So they're going to do it. And yeah. uh, Wargroove is basically kind of the same thing. I'm going to go grab it right now. I know that we've, uh, <laughs> I, I know that it's a lot to dig into uh, for what I'm hoping is pretty much the end of the podcast here in just a second. But uh, how did you guys like Apex Legends? Uh, so, I'm, I'm a... so to, before Jay goes and gives a real answer. Um, I said I said that I'm going to let Lucio go first. Okay, Rude. sorry, Jay. You guys. <laughs> um, we are in the same page tonight. Let's agree vigorously again. Um, anyway, uh, before I say anything, I'm going to preface it by saying that this is not um, a genre that I particularly like. Right. But I think that for this genre, it's probably the better one, or at least the one that I play that I like the most. I think that it's uh, it's too early for me to say. Well, I, I don't know if I'll play it again, honestly. Uh, but I feel like I feel like I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't try all the characters. That's kind of a unique angle of it. So I guess Michael, I'll fill you in. It's uh, Apex Legends is a uh, PUBG style game, um, and, uh. it, and it's the people. It's the team that did Titanfall and Titanfall Two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm and, interested. And basically, they actually they did something really. It's also new. free, so just go get it. Yeah, you can play it right now. <laughs> yeah. um, but they did something really unique where they basically just said, like, "Hey, uh, we've been making this, and it's out today, and it's free." Um, and it wasn't announced in any way, shape, or form. It just kind of came out, and 
from a marketing perspective, it's worked very much to their advantage. The game has a crazy amount of players. Uh, I think 25 million in one week. Yeah, it, 10, 10, 10 million downloaded it the first day that was out. That that angle of like, hey, we made this and it's out right now really can pay off if you if you do it right. And uh, so at the core, Lucio kind of hit on my issue, which is just that I'm learning that I just don't like battle royales. Um, but, uh, but I feel like I owe it a little bit more time to learn a couple more characters to see if I really don't like this one. I would like to put this forward because I do not pitch Apex Legends as a battle royale to my friends. I think I'm going to make a bold proclamation. And I think most of the people that downloaded it are playing it wrong. Um, because Apex Legends mechanically reminds me a lot more of, um, of Overwatch and Team Fortress 2 than it reminds me of, you know, um, like some of the other Battle Royale games that I played. Um, I could, uh, like I, Fortnite I, and... I get what you mean so when you say that. I, 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 I think this is what needs to happen. I think we should get together. And I've been trying to like spur on friends for a while. I think we should get together. We should make a squad and see how well I do. Because it, to me, like I like playing uh, Lifeline a lot, actually. Um, you know, she you can't tell by her name. She's the medic. But Lifeline kind of only works if the other players are standing near her. <laughs> so that they can get her heals, so that they can get her supply drops, and yeah, so- that's one of the things that I hate about the, the list of games that I played. That everybody right. just runs away from you. Exactly, and so so a lot of the lifelines that I've seen play her, like run off as if her survival skills are just for her. Like I see them deploy the drone in the weirdest place because that's when they could do it really quick and get their heals. But the drone the drone's supposed to uh, uh, heal the squad, so. I, I really enjoyed it. I don't like Battle Royale either. Like, uh, uh, Fortnite was a title at one point in history I was very excited about, and I'm very sad to see what it's become despite it being so popular. And, you know, other, other, other like, Battle Royale modes that I played in, like, uh, Far Cry 5 and, and um, Grand Theft Auto, they just didn't do it for me. But Apex as a star, spark is something I really like. And, and I also just want to say that kind of, like, aesthetically and in terms of, like, uh, the what I feel like, you know, people can tell me if they think I'm wrong, but what I feel like is a risk in terms of their roster in that, you know, you can basically only play as one white guy on the entire roster, and he's a really ugly white guy, and you have to unlock him. Uh, I'm impressed okay. with that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I know I know the Polynesian dude that I like playing is also is gay. Um, oh, so I remember some, they, they were complaining about somebody being gay. I think. Yeah. Um... If, uh, if everyone I, yeah. is gay, we can't reproduce, guys. <laughs> That's a good point. But I, you know, um, the the best team I got was uh, this this team of two brothers who entirely only spoke Spanish, and the only reason that that team did well is because one brother was looking out, you know, the older brother was looking out for the lo- little brother, and all I had to do was kind of follow them, even though they weren't paying me any mind. Uh, but because someone actually felt like cooperating with their team. It works. So when people start approaching it more like a team shooter, like it's meant to be, and less like um, a battle royale where it's a rematch for itself, I think games are going to get better. So I, I, I think we should, you know, try it out all together and see how far we get and see if like our opinions change on it. What have you guys been playing it on? I, I agree with Jay that it's kind of a team game, but I also think that it has some of the weaknesses of the battle royale, where like you spend 
like 20 minutes just running around the map, opening containers, and then your team leaves you alone and somebody shoots you from the other side of the map. I mean, I've, I've said a million I, times. I haven't had Pub, that experience. PUBG, huh? for me, PUBG for me is literally, I'm just like a loot delivery system. Like I go and I pick up all the loot and then I bring it to a player who's better than me and just, and just I, give I, it to him. And so that's, to answer the that's been my experience here too. <laughs> to answer the, re- the question real quick, I got it on PlayStation 4 and would prefer to play it on PlayStation 4, but if anyone wants to do PC, I'll do PC. But uh, that has not, the part of the reason I like Apex is because I have not had that experience. So part of what I'm saying is like, as for the team factor, you do have to make sure that you have a team that's actually going to look out for you and be like, hey, here's a gun. I don't need all the guns because they will take all the guns because they're so used they to playing PUBG. All the guns. Um, um, but, you know, but some teams are like, you know, let's make sure all our teammates get a gun. Uh, the landing areas are like really clear. You can pretty you can basically control where you're going to land. And it's like not so much struggling against wind and all that. Um, so, and, like, getting a gun within the first few seconds of combat uh, isn't really a difficult thing. And, and in the rare event that it does happen, um, it, it can get to be pretty fun because, like, everyone's kind of, like, racing and, and ready for, like, a Mexican standoff and all that. The, there's a lot more survivability in the Apex characters, too. It's not one shot and you're done. Uh, you know, there are health bars a lot like Overwatch. Uh, I actually think the health bars are a lot richer then uh, Overwatch, you know, your characters are beefier. You can, and you can revive each other, too. Which is that was huge. the other thing. If yeah. you fall, you can revive. And so, like, there's the instant revive, and then there's, like, the slight pain in the ass revive, but you can, like, revive. And so that's the other thing that tells me people are still treating it like Fortnite because uh, I, I think people on the podcast know that when we play uh, cooperative games, I, I try to be, like, the very heroic thin red line guy who goes and, and rescues my teammate at all costs. And I've done that a lot in Apex Legends, and I'll get someone to the revive pod only to find that they've quit the fucking game because they're still treating it like Fortnite. And it's like, don't exit out the match as soon as you die. We have a chance to revive you. So I, I think things might go a little differently if we if we work together. And I, and, and I don't think I would like Apex if it did actually fall into um, the, the typical battle royale. Uh, uh, traps where you pick up a rock and then you get sniped by someone a thousand meters away. Uh, I would just be like, I'm done. But it, it's got it's got potential to me. I want to I want to explore it more. I want to want to get some teams going and and see what we can make of it. I mean, as long as <laughs> as long as you can't build tree houses, I think you'd probably be a pretty good teammate in it. So that's. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, Jerry. Can you build chairs? Hey, hey, that's unreasonable. But if you could, I would definitely do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think that uh again i know this is going to seem shorter than normal but it's actually much longer than normal um uh for for us at least so i'm going to go ahead and start uh winding us down here um i know it's been a couple weeks since we since we got together last so it's good to get updated from everybody and uh it'll probably be a little bit before we return again but when we do it'll be even better than ever before um so thanks for listening and i hope that you'll continue listening and um if you haven't already i think you should go subscribe to us on facebook twitter we're at the enemy slime on both of those services and um i think with that now's a good time for us to be out <laughs>